The Nerd and Tie Podcast is unsurprisingly part of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. From actual play to true crime to witchcraft, you can find more shows at nerdandtie.com or join our growing community at nerdandtie.social. Did you know you could sponsor Nerd and Tie? That's right. For just 20 bucks, we'd say your name, we'd say how cool you are, and we would high-five your mom the next time we see your mom. That's right. The offer's changed. Used to be we'd high-five you, and now, now we're going after your mom. Just go to nerdandtie.com and click on sponsor information. This month on Nerd and Tie, it is December, and you know what that means. It is time for our annual thing where we talk about the best and worst of the year that just occurred. We're going to talk about movies, new TV shows, stuff from Japan, video games, conventions, and, well, I mean, that's the list. That's the category list we do every year. But, you know, we'll, we'll probably talk about other things because that's the kind of people we are deep down in our hearts and there's something fundamentally wrong with us. All that and more this month on Nerd and Tie. Welcome to Nerd and Tie, the only podcast on the internet with a dress code. I am one of your hosts, Trey Dorn. Joining me as always are the amazing Celeste Startwin. Hey everybody. Happy New Year. And you can say that last name is Startwin. All right. And uh also joining us I guess. is the <laughs> wonderful Genjamin Proc. Yo, I'm not following the podcast dress code because I am in my schlubby. This is an audio medium. You are wearing. You are wearing whatever you tell them you're wearing. I am in a lovely ball gown. Prove me wrong. Deadpool lounge pants and an old sweater. Just imagine there's a tie. No. It's. Look, we've had this catchphrase for over <laughs> 10 years, all right? 10 years ago, it was a dumb idea, and now we're stuck with it because it's a good name. It's a catchy name for a show, and it's in the logo, and we named a whole network after it. Sure did. We did. But I'll be honest with you, I haven't worn a tie in like five years <laughs> at this point. Uh, I actually um, still sometimes wear ties depending on the cosplay. Like uh, Mosh Kyrie Light from Fate Grand Order uh, wears a tie. So there, there we go. Celeste carrying the tie torch. For, yeah, still for carrying all of the us. tie. Excellent. One of us has to. Red tie with a Caldea logo on it. Yep. It's even the right color for our logo. Mm-hmm. Although, if you ever select out like the actual red in the Nerd and Tie logo. It is actually very desaturated. It just it looks like a darker red because of the lighting effects around it, and it plays tricks with your eyes. And so I'm always trying to figure out if, like, when when trying to do red stuff to represent nerd and tie, I always end up picking a, diff- a different shade than the one in our actual logo because it never looks dark enough on its own. Just a fun fun things with colors, guys, and context. You know that optical illusion with like the cylinder and like the checkerboard grid and like this gray is that gray? It's it's doing all that stuff. Fun. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> it's been uh 
It's it's oh yeah. I want to up front here uh, just plug our forums once more. Uh, we have launched a new set of forums at nerdandtie.social because it it may be 2023, but in our hearts it's always 2003, and uh, we we launched a forum because uh, we are fighting the centralized internet. That's that's what we're telling ourselves. But anyways, it's fun. You can talk to us, or at least me and Celeste. See. Yeah, to see see me muse about are we in the golden age of Godzilla? Signed, say yes. Uh, one of mm. our forum members have has uh, posted adorable uh, photos of their pets, and mm. I enjoy them. The pets, the photos of pets. I like I like pictures of dogs and cats. If you have a dog and cat and would like to take photos of your dog and cat, please go to our forum and post the photos of them because I want to see your dog and or cat. I I wish to I I wish to see the baby. All right. So <laughs> anyways, we're we're doing a show here, right? Uh and that is our annual best and worst of episode. Uh we usually do some occasionally we did we did it in January, but normally we do this in December. And uh but we've done it every year for the last decade, and so we're doing it again. <laughs> We Better our, believe it. We did our first one of these in 2013. I am old and my bones are turning to dust. So, speaking of getting old and turning to dust, <laughs> uh, film in 2023. Film is always our first category. And uh, we, what was the... what? So, the best movie of 2023... What the heck was the best movie of 2023? What movies came out in 2023? <laughs> I don't remember anything that was more than a month ago. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I know for a lot of people, a good chunk of the year was Barbenheimer. That's true. Barbie was really good. Like, Barbie was is was very close to being my favorite movie of the year. Frustratingly close. Bar- Barbie was fantastic. I did see that. See, the problem is that, like, since the pandemic hit, I have stopped going to movie theaters, and this is really the big problem because, um, unless it comes out, if something comes out in the summer, I'll see it because I can go to the drive-in. But I have yet to feel comfortable going into a regular indoor movie theater again, and so, like, like I haven't seen the Marvels yet. Like, oh yeah. I have not seen the Marvels yet. Um, let's see. I Guard- did. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three was excellent. Yeah, that was really good. Loved that. Uh, Dungeons um, and Dragons was this year. Yeah, Dungeons and Dragons was a ride. I really enjoyed that. So was uh, Spider Verse Two. Oh god, that was, was this year also. Very very good. Um, TMNT Mutant Mayhem was uh, better than it had any right to be. I didn't see that. Oh my gosh, it's so much fun. It's on Paramount Plus. Uh do yourself a favor. Yeah, no, I'll watch you. Magic Mike 3 was disappointing. <laughs> um Tetris was good. Um I enjoyed the FNAF movie. I did not see that. <laughs> because I'm not 13. I really liked I'm Asteroid kidding. City. I- that was one of my. That was oh. I, really good. Yeah, I it was amazing. I want to see it, but I can't. <laughs> it, 
it's so asteroid city was one of those movies that i had to sit with because even having thought about it all these weeks later i love it i i don't know if i fully understand it oh, but i, I like the I, way that it made me feel and that i adore his other cool. movies so yeah. i know i'm gonna love this one like that's just my yeah Thing I'm going off of. It's just like, I love Moonrise Kingdom. I love Grand Budapest Hotel. Like, I'm going to love this one. It's, it was a really, it was a truly magical experience. There's such like, uh, like there, the, like this is the year that like, there's so many movies came out this year and I'm realizing how many of them I saw. Like there was a Transformers movie this year. It, <laughs> it was by, it was by no means the, best but i don't think it was even the worst either it just no it was disappointing kind of fun it was (laughs) it was disappointing because there uh it for a movie called rise of the beasts there were very there was very little of the beasts in it now that's Um, fair i really enjoyed it but i think it was targeted specifically at me who was a 90s transformers fan yeah well like like (laughs) if it was targeted 90s transformers fan it would have had more of the 90s transformers um yeah, but that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the the G two to Beast Wars transition. That is my era. I know that's an era for no one else, but for me, that is my era. <laughs> and I mean, that's kind of my era in the sense that I started with G one in the '80s as the target demo, and then ended up watching Beast Wars and Beast Machines as a young adult. <laughs> Never really left the franchise in the middle, but um. God, Indiana Jones came out this year. Why did that movie happen? Like, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed Indiana jo- the Indiana Jones movie. Like, I actually liked the movie. But I spent that entire movie going, who is this for? Who, like, it's for me, right? But I'm 43 years old, and I'm, like, the youngest group of people who want to see this. Um, It costs so much money to make Harrison Ford young. <laughs> Uh, Hideaki Anno completed his Shin trilogy with uh, Shin Kamen Rider, which was uh, an absolute ride. Um, maybe not the greatest piece of cinema, but absolutely a beautiful love letter to a 1971 superhero show. <laughs> okay, but I have a contender. Also, I haven't seen Godzilla okay. Minus One yet. Same. Honest, so if it weren't so that's honestly minus one is probably my vote of all the movies I saw this year that's the one that affected me the most emotionally I'm being completely sincere right now no, I believe that's you. yeah we we have another gig I know you like, Celeste I've known you for we, <laughs> besides knowing you as a friend I've literally been doing a podcast where we discuss media for over 10 years with you now yeah, I mean, but I'm saying, like, this isn't just as, like, a Godzilla fan. Like, I have a... No, but a, I also know a, what touches you. <laughs> a friend of mine who, uh, with some really bad uh, war-induced PTSD, like, cried at this movie because it was it hit so close yeah, to I've, home. I've read the like, synopsis, and I've I've seen clips. I just haven't gotten a chance to actually go see it yet. It's so good. Again, you were Probably talking though, and I interrupted. Sorry, again. It's okay. Um, my contender for best movie is Nimona. Oh my god! Crap, that yes, came that out came this out year. This year didn't it? I knew you both forgot. Yes. No, I thought it came out last year. 
Yeah, my brain wanted wanted to no, believe that it was 2022. June. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I, I, oh. I watched it like right after it came out. Nimona's my vote. Oh God! <laughs> I can I agree that with that because it really nailed it. Love ND. Hope yeah. they keep oh, doing this. There are so movies where good. like they're they're on and I'm technically watching them, but I'm also like multitasking. Like playing games on my phone at the same time, but that was one where it's like, no, I am like focused. Also, on this film is so engaging it, and good. It was a better also, Final Fantasy sixteen than Final Fantasy sixteen. Also, apparently, <laughs> apparently the makers of that film were just ripping off my Pandora playlist. Because <laughs> I'm like, wait, is that Sahara Hot Nights? That's Sahara Hot. Who who in 2023 is listening to Sahara Hot Nights besides me? <laughs> Like <laughs> one other person, and they made this film. I it, like. Let me tell you. Like, so I watched the movie, and like, I I literally went to like, I was just like, I just want to watch this one fight scene again. And so I went and I forward, I put it on, and then I just kept watching the rest of the entire movie again. <laughs> like, <laughs> one night, like it's I I oh god, I love Nimona. Nimona is so good. Yes. Oh. Stevenson can't go wrong. Oh. Can't go wrong. How can you tell that we're a bunch of queer people? Oh boy. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, that was like, like oh. Yeah. Like obviously, like, you know, I'm I'm still I still love Godzilla. Um I was absolutely blown away by uh Barbie and Asteroid City. But yeah, Nimona's hard to yeah. beat. I think that's one we'll agree yeah. on. I was yeah. absolutely bawling by the end. Rightfully so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like hardcore agree. I I have teared up every single time I've watched that movie. Yeah, freaking phenomenal. Hard <laughs> agree. All right. So I think I think that we made a consensus on best movie. Yes, Nimona. So absolutely. Nothing has been so <laughs> unanimously beloved on an episode like this than uh, Pacific Rim back in 2013. Yeah, that is true. That, it's uh, true. When, when that other guy was on the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Worst movie. We, worst movie. What you got? I I got well okay so like the problem is I watched so many bad movies on purpose that I love that I but like none that were like bad bad you know what I mean like mm-hmm. I watched a bunch of fun bad movies like you know my cheesy Christmas rom coms and stuff uh well uh let's see uh whew. the thing so I guess I should preface this by saying. I haven't watched Rebel Moon yet. I have not watched Rebel so Moon yet either. I'll, Me neither. I'm, everything I'm hearing, I'm going to be right back to wanting to beat... You know, Zack Snyder had kind of like fixed his reputation in my mind, and it sounds like I'm going to be right back to wanting to beat him with a folding chair again. So, like... Um, the... Uh, like, I haven't seen that one yet. Though. My only... my My big issue is to, like... I mean, number one, I don't have Netflix anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but number two, like, I watched the trailer for it, and the trailer is so freaking like long that I'm just like, oh, I don't need to see this movie. I know exactly what happens. Well, it's his like, it's his Star Wars spite movie. He wanted to make a Star Wars movie, yeah. and Disney said no. 
So he made yeah. a Star Wars movie, just minus Star just, Wars. He made the movie ugh. he wanted to make, minus Star Wars. Uh, uh, well, you know, um, Magic Mike's I'm, Last Dance was really disappointing. Okay. So I like Magic Mike movies. I do. I really enjoyed the first okay. two. Third movie, really disappointing. I have no idea what they're doing with the Selma Hayek romance. Like, yeah, it's great that she's age more age appropriate than you'd usually cast alongside him. And I understand yes. you don't want to bring back Amber Heard after the second movie because of the way Hollywood's turned on her. Uh, but like, well, I mean, she she is a an assault victim, so yeah, why would you want I, her in a movie? Right. It, but that's like. But, like, first off, like, you barely, like, the, the other guys from the earlier two movies are just, like, in a Zoom call scene. Um, it's this weird premise where he's, like, directed, like, it, it doesn't really fit, it's tonally different from the other two films. And it's, I don't know. And I just, I feel like, and then, like, they're all these, like, you don't really get to know any of the guy dancers who are in the show, in the thing. So, which is, like... I mean, yeah, there's some sexy dancing, but if I just want to watch sexy dancing, I can go rewatch the first two, right? Like, I want character yeah. development, and yeah. So I was um, I was disappointed with with Magic Mike: The Last Dance. No, that's fair. Um, one that I know that this is a popular one to to pick on, and I I guess I double checked that it did come out this year, but it is one of those movies that I went in wanting to like i went in wanting to disagree with the common consensus and the more i think about it the more disappointed and sad i am with it ant-man and the wasp quantum mania is an incredibly bad movie yeah i want i really wanted to like it but every time it started to do something that i liked then it just took a dump like in front of me and was like oh you want me to not Notice you taking that dump. Mm. Oh, look, Bill Murray. Oh, oh, God. We're right back to. I guess. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, yeah. it was. I mean, here's the, the the problem is that I feel like I I, I went in expecting Quantum Mania and I got Quant like it wasn't good, but. It like. It was fine. It was like it's it wasn't <sighs> even disappointed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just sort of like I. It sounds like it was very bland. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was. It was bland. the uh, it was the white people tacos of movies. Just yeah, but I mean, sometimes you like a white people taco. Yeah, and, and there's I nothing wrong it... with that. But like when you're expecting, like at this point, Marvel's got such a reputation under its freaking belt for doing superhero movies um, that, like, when you go in expecting, like. Oh yeah, Ant Man, Ant Man and the Wasp, and then you get Quantum Mania, and it's like, oh, but I I wanted hot sauce on this. Yeah, like Can I get I, some hot sauce on this. I guess I feel like oh, for a lot of people it wasn't that surprising, but I guess I'm in that weird minority that I really liked the original Ant Man. No, no, no. The first like I think it was a much better movie. No, no, it's this was a much worse movie than the other two, right? And I think yeah. it, it didn't feel like an Ant Man movie. Like the first two movies were heist movies. It, we weren't. Like it's mm -hmm. when you compare the two, like two different trilogies, right? In the Mar we got two third installments this year in the MCU. We got Ant Man uh, and the Wasp: Quantumania, and we got Guardians of the Galaxy three. One of them was this emotionally fulfilling end cap to these characters, and the other one was, bleh. yeah, the, but this this completely emotionally engaging finale to characters who the audiences have loved for ten years, 
that yeah. made me ignore how much I hate Chris Pratt. Like, but I, I do want to say it's not like it was Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Okay, that's fuck. That came out this year, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, did. Oof. Mm-hmm. Also, the also Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving themed horror film. Well, we already had Black Christmas and Halloween. You guys are, you know, is, the, I just. Oh, sorry, go ahead. The fact that like they actually came out with Thanksgiving, the horror film, is so freaking hilarious to me. Um, God, because no, I that's, don't. Re- that's fair. Well, specifically because I didn't know that movie on... existed. I've got to Google that now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's just Thanksgiving, but there was a spoof trailer in one of Tarantino's films. I forget which Probably one. Probably one of Grindhouse. Probably. It is in fact. Uh, it is in fact a direct adaptation of the fictitious Grindhouse trailer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's Jesus why Christ. it's hilarious no. to me. Well, because they'd previously done Hobo with a Shotgun and Machete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, but at and least that like, Machete had Robert Rodriguez's. Well. And it's just like, I can't believe they actually and like yeah, this watching is directed the trailer by for Eli it. Roth. That should tell you yeah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> I like the fact that they took some of the shots from the trailer. He's the one who the directed the trailer. He's the one who directed the trailer because all of those trailers that were like guest directed. So yep. Eli Roth created that trailer for the Grindhouse. That's why he replicated some of the scenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's it. It always. I just. I'm not a big fan of. Here's a a joke that works like as a short or as a bit, and let's drag the one joke we have out for an hour and a half. It almost never works. Yeah. Agreed. Um. I mean, the, so the problem is, I never saw the like. I never saw Machete or Hobo with a Shotgun. Um. I've seen Machete. Was it good? I don't remember. It was a long time ago. It is technically in the Spy Kids universe. Yeah, because Den- it's it's Danny Trejo. He's playing. The- he it's was not, fantastic in it. It's not like a good movie that came out this year. Not not best category, but we didn't mention it before. And since we're wa- mentioning weird premises, Cocaine Bear. That movie That's was right. excellent. I never saw Cocaine, Cocaine Bear. Bear rocked. <laughs> oh my god! The like not to. Not, I don't want to spoil the film, but for people who might be worried of like about the uh, the messaging or that it's trying to make you know uh, a victimized animal look bad, take comfort in going into the movie knowing the bear is the antihero of the story. She is the antihero of the story. Just know that it rocks. Cocaine bear. <laughs> was Knights of the Zodiac any good? It was. Okay. It, it really a lot of people, See, here's the thing. A lot of people didn't like it, but I'm going to be super real with you. As a fan of Saint Seiya, I was blown away by the effort that went into it. I was I was really impressed by Makenyu, the lead actor. Um that's um now yes, he is uh Sunny Chiba's nepo baby. But um, he has proven himself in things like Common Rider oh, Tribe and uh, One Piece. And he was pretty excellent as Seiya. A lot of deep cut Saint Seiya characters were included in it. Like, for what they had, uh, you had McKenyu doing a good performance. You had Mark DeCosco being Mark DeCosco. I love Mark DeCosco. 
Yeah, yeah, he's great. And uh, Sean Bean, Sean Bean's his way through a good chunk of it. <gasps> so it's, I can't. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's Sean Bean. Okay. What do you expect? <laughs> and if anyone wants to get upset with me, the character died in the 1980s anime. So, like, you know. Spoilers. You've had. For 43-year-old media. Yeah, for this ancient. I'm sorry that I spoiled this ancient cartoon about pretty men in armor punching things for you. Honest, okay, I guess if I'm going to rip on Knights of the Zodiac, it didn't, because it's like an origin story, three out of five of the the, uh, titular knights are not in the movie, and as a result, I don't have several vaguely homoerotic scenes of Seiya's friends being like, I'm giving it my all, and then the bad guy going, they're dead for real this time. And then in world 45 minutes later, they're back to life. So actually, it's a terrible Saint Seiya adaptation. That doesn't happen. Zero out of ten. I, I changed it. <laughs> so yeah, I guess my vote is for Blood and Honey. <laughs> I haven't seen it. So sure. I, I haven't either. I'm just <laughs> mad that it exists. I'm I'm voting for Blood and Honey because it makes me reconsider my strongly pro um in uh uh public domain stance. Like for once I'm like, actually maybe public domain sucks. Now I'm not a fan anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I don't I don't, I, I, uh, you know what? Maybe I don't, yeah, it almost made me cons- start thinking maybe I shouldn't be an active pro public domain person. I don't know if this is what we're going to get. I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> Can you imagine the awful uh, Mickey Mouse slashers we're going to get based off of Steamboat Willie in about a month? Yup. Yeah. Oh, God, it's going to be, they're probably already in production. I'm waiting yeah. for the porn parody. Oh yeah, that's our. That's definitely in post production now. That's yeah. de- by they just have. Well, no, no, no. They're they're not going to start shooting it until tomorrow. They'll be in post production okay. the day after. <laughs> right. <laughs> they got to finish making the mouse costume. <laughs> just as long as they don't use the ice capade ones. Well, no, it has to specifically be the uh, Steamboat Willie version proportions of right. the character. Right, it's, um, it's it's limited to that. Yeah, it's limited to that version. Um, okay. So yeah. And and you said proportions, so it can't be the actual uh, mascot suit that it's, has been seen in the parks of a Steamboat Willie version of Mickey. Not if it's got the modern Mickey proportions. And it does have the modern Mickey proportions. They just, you know, gray shaded him. Yeah. And gave him the little hat. Although John Oliver's got a great Steamboat Willie Mickey Mouse that he had in the last few episodes. <laughs> pointing out that they were that he figured they were still safe because it would fall under parody what they were doing but uh that uh they they made a full mascot costume of steamboat willie uh, mickey mouse uh anyways so moving so we got we got our best and worst movie moving on to our next category tv now the rules listeners for those of you who haven't listened to before is that our best and worst of tv are um the best always has to be a new series so just to prevent multiple winners, like, because, you know, if a show's great and it runs multiple years, we don't want it winning multiple times. So the the show has got to be a show that premiered in 2023. The worst we're more flexible on. 
the for the worst TV show, we will it doesn't have to be new, but for the new for the best, it has to be new. Um, there's a lot of good shows this year. It was oh, a yeah. good year for TV, like hardcore. Yeah. Um, I don't think anything's gonna beat last year's winner of Our Flag Means Death in quality, but mm. that's a that's a hard that's a hard hill to to climb. Yeah, and no. season two of that has been it was phenomenal. Phenom, yeah. Which is why we don't let shows win twice. Yeah, because it would just be, yeah, this would yeah. just be the Our Flag Means Death cast, or the, like, we'd be fighting over Our Flag Means Death and Good Omens. Um, that's true. Yeah, but. So new shows this year. Um, I've been enjoying Monarch Legacy of Monsters, but I don't know if I would make that my favorite. I haven't watched it yet. I'm very excited Godzilla to. Godzilla has shown up multiple times. So, hey, you know, if you ever wanted to see the full scene around every little shot in that montage from the beginning of Godzilla 2014, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm going to watch Godzilla's tussle with the Russells eventually. I just haven't had a yeah, chance to. All you have to do, like, the only thing you need before this is Kong Skull Island and Godzilla 2014. Because it's taking place, the, the modern day scenes are all taking place in 2015. This is effectively, I think, to bridge us into King of Monsters. Okay. Um, so, Makes sense. Yeah. You know, a movie that came out how long ago? And, like... <laughs> <laughs> there's been there's been another movie in the franchise and another one coming out soon. All right, uh, but um, I think probably you know I hate to admit this, but I, my my f- my favorite show that came out this last year I think was One Piece. I also thoroughly enjoyed One Piece, although I have one other front runner that's also a Netflix show. Uh. But yeah, no, One Piece is, the the cast is so on point. Once again, my boy, Maken Yu, as uh, Roronora Zoro, excellent casting there. Um, the sheer sincerity of the adaptation is overwhelming. And it doesn't have the pacing of the anime, so it's a huge one up there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I never watched the anime. Here's the thing, is that I never watched One Piece, the show. Like, I was only familiar with it through osmosis of existing in, you know, anime conventions for, you know, over 20 years. Well, it's gone. It's broken a thousand episodes and it's still going if that gives you it. So, like, (laughs) well, I figure I'll wait for it to be done and then I'll binge it. No. um... (laughs) Well, here's the thing, though. Um, Much to my confusion, uh, the anime studio Wit and Netflix have announced they're doing a remake of the One Piece anime. While the Toei anime is still running? It's not done! So, Yeah, I know it's not done. We're brotherhooding it while the first one hasn't finished yet. This is... That's amazing. <laughs> I didn't even like brotherhood for that reason. And here I am. A four kids kid. <laughs> <laughs> the only One Piece I watched... It's got lollipops in it. <laughs> I'm a little bit... I am a little bit sad that at no point do they say, uh, where, how'd he get like that? Yo, ho, ho. He took a bite of gum gum, obviously. Right. Like right. And thing. they don't say, yeah, yo, yeah, yo. Yeah. No, Come yeah, on. yo, yeah, yo. No. Um, instead you just have to deal with like really good writing and really sincere, uh, characterization of ah, these dang. very over the top characters. <laughs> 
and a Nami who's from Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. I I was kind of cool with that though. Like I like that I because the theming of the source material is so built around the yeah. idea of a bunch of weirdos from different parts of the world together. I'm glad they went for it. Yeah, no. They just went for it. I like it. it. It's 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 enjoyable. Oh. Yeah, go ahead again. Ken, go ahead. Um okay, so uh, I'm going to throw out a couple things that I watched. Um, one of which was Fiona and Cake, because something I did this year was watch all of Adventure Time. <laughs> and Fiona and Cake was a very nice uh, cherry on that Sunday. Um, otherwise, Poker Face, super good. Poker Face, yes. I haven't watched that so yet. Good. I've, I've been I meaning love... to. Poker Face has driven me down this rabbit hole. So Okay, so I love Poker Face. I wa- and, and my wife, uh, you know, Krista and I, we watched all of it. And um, I was like, man, I really want to watch more of the show, but we finished the show. And I was like, hey, Krista, have you ever watched Columbo? And she was like, (laughs) no. And so we watched every episode of Columbo from Prescription Murder to Columbo Loves the Nightlife. We watched the entire oeuvre of of, of Columbo, like 40 years worth of television. And um, probably 30 years, whatever. Um, and we watched we watched all of that, and uh, then uh, when we ran out of Columbo, we started Murder She Wrote, and now we're in season seven of Murder <laughs> She Wrote. Um, Poker Face has triggered that. I love Poker Face. Oh God, how yeah. do I pick between Poker Face and One Piece? Oh, well, I'm gonna throw another wrench into it, um, just because I haven't seen One Piece. Um, and I'm very biased against about this choice. Twisted Metal is my oh, choice. God. That was good. The first the best show. Rocked. I haven't watched the rest yet. Ah. I adore Twisted Metal. I cannot wait. They've been out season two. I was so excited to see how they handle Axel. Ah. Anthony freaking Mackie. Just oh, that was so good too. Thing. God, tw- Twisted Metal. I forgot about that. I mean, that was what was yes. that? Was that Paramount Plus or was that Peacock? That's Peacock. Uh, Peacock. Peacock. It's Peacock. Okay. I subscribe to all of them, and the Peacock and Paramount Plus interfaces are so similar that I sometimes forget which app I'm in. Um, yeah, the only reason I know is that I'm not subscribed to Peacock. That's why I've only seen the first episode. Gotcha. No, <laughs> it's it's so good. It's so worth it. They obviously take some liberties with uh, the Twisted Metal continuity, um, but you yes. have to be annoying like me to know the Twisted Metal continuity to begin with, so <laughs> it's fine. Or an- Trey, we can we can maybe we'll do this later, but you and I can sit down and talk <laughs> Twisted Metal. I mean, I really haven't played any of the games since Twisted Metal Black. Black so, is my favorite. Black is good. Black is black good. Is, we used to play black that in is the TV both Eric and <laughs> One of the reasons why like Eric and I bonded was he showed me Twisted Metal. And I'm just like, yes, good. More, please. No, but anyways, I I really enjoyed Twisted. I don't. I, I love Twisted. Metal. Twisted Metal I love how good. they handled Sweet Tooth. He's my favorite. He yes, is. no. Um, Will Arnett good. does the voice of Sweet Tooth, and a different yes. actor plays love the that body. Samoa Joe. Yes, yeah, Samoa Joe plays the body. The Will wrestler Arnett does the Samoa voice. Samoa Joe. Fantastic. Uh, so good. I have, I have one other uh, TV show. Although there is a. This could argue, could be argued that it would also fit in thing from Japan for best TV show, but I'm I want to vote for it anyway. Mm-hmm. I because re- there's some other really strong contenders for things from Japan. 
Uh, Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. That that was also really good. Oh, God, I love Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. I I don't know how much I can express how much I loved that show. I played the theme song while I was, like, I, I got the, the recording of that theme song, and I would play it while I was walking. The animation by the uh, anime studio Science Saru is... Yeah, it's um, hard to some of their best. It's hard to say whether or not that belongs in the American TV shows or the best thing from Japan category because it was written by Americans, but it's very much a Japanese animated production at the same yeah, time. Yeah, it it was written by Americans, but the director Canadians. is I'm sorry, a, Canadians. I should say yeah. it was written by Canadians. It's, I would like to yeah. apologize to to Brian Lee O'Malley and the entirety of uh of Canada. Yeah, Brian Lee O'Malley you have in that writer's seat, but then you also have the director was born in Spain but is a nativized Japanese citizen and founder of the studio yeah. Science Saru, and basically the entire animation staff was Japanese. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. uh they did a bubblegum crisis reference. Yeah, I mean it was just a really okay. one of yeah, my yeah. favorite things. Yeah, yeah. It's um Oh, that that hilarious cover. Um, I you know yeah, well, well here's the thing is that's the show that got Krista to like Scott Pilgrim, the as a franchise because she absolutely hated the character of Scott Pilgrim after watching the movie. Um, Understandable. Yeah, I think you should. You're but. supposed to. <laughs> you're supposed to. Yeah. He's not a good guy. Um, the opening are... line of the comic is Scott Pilgrim is dating a high schooler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There are some characters who you're not supposed to like in the beginning. Ask me how I know about this. I've seen Gantz. But also, she didn't like... Well, because first off, she's never read... I've never read the comics either, but like, like, if you've only seen the movie, Ramona Flowers is barely a character in the movie. And one of the reasons why I really like the show is because Ramona gets to exist as a person. Yeah, it's... uh... It is absolutely. It's Ramona's show. She's she's moving the plot forward, and I I feel like it's very much both of theirs. It's just that you see her more because even when she, he's not on screen, the story is about him. True. So I feel like it's both of their show, which is the appropriate thing. Yeah, I I agree with that. I which, really liked it. It's probably I just I, it gave me a lot of emotional. It, I wasn't prepared for how emotional that show would, would make me feel. And it did. And also, um, I don't know. It, it just, it just was, it was just pleasant. No, but, it's, uh, it's good. I like it. It's good. Okay. So, um, I liked it <laughs> more than, I liked it more than one piece. Uh, okay. So I am gonna, so I'm still now, I'm now I'm stuck between that and poker face. <laughs> Cause there's such different, like, genres i need to watch poker face i really one piece and uh and scott pilgrim were my top two so netflix kind of dominated for me but so poker face and scott pilgrim are my top two and i would i would go with twisted metal and poker face Mm. yeah twisted metal i really liked but i don't think it gets like it i didn't enjoy it the way i enjoyed (laughs) i'm weird in how much i enjoyed it Again, you, I, I haven't watched the rest of it yet, so it's hard for me to say, but like, just from the first episode, I was like, okay, 
great acting, Anthony Mackie, and PlayStation 1 deep cuts. I'm here for it. Oh, Sign gosh, me yeah. up, please. Like, like, <laughs> I had so much fun, like, l- like lore picking. And, like, we found, oh, my gosh, I, I could go on and on <laughs> about the stuff we found. So, so we've done ties. So right now we've got two shows with two votes. Uh-huh. We've done tie years. Yeah. So I th- I don't think there's a way we're going to break this because we've got problems. People haven't seen things. Yeah. So I think we're going to have to, like, my thought is that we give it as a tie between Poker Face and Scott Pilgrim takes off. I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. I'm really comfortable with that. Okay. Yeah, which are because like and also because I like, know I'm gonna love Poker Face when I see it. Like I, I know I just know I will. Like I know that like I could be the deciding vote just by dropping one of them, but like I feel like they're so different shows, like that I it's hard to compare them to each other. And also, yeah, no, it's yeah, the performances are so great on both. But anyways, uh, worst new TV series or worst TV. Give me something shitty. Okay, I got one. And uh, appropriate word choice. Um, I've had a so there is a um, there is a headline by Rolling Stone writer Alan Siepenwall that has stuck with me since September of this year because I think it's so dead on, and I'd like to quote him for my pick for worst show of the year. Is it the Idol? Oh, that's a really strong one, but it's not this one. <laughs> okay. Elon Musk will find Crapopolis funny. Everyone else, not so much. <sighs> I don't know why. That has stuck with me. Like, ever since I read that headline, I've been like, I... Uh, I've never Alan, heard of this. I'm gonna... I want to... Re- Richard so, Iodewey's in it? I love Richard Iodewey. Yeah, Dan Harmon uh, apparently created it. It is You just created by Dan Harmon. I love Dan Harmon. It's got I Matt Berry Dan in Harmon it. Lovely, but it's it's fucking terrible. It's one of the worst things I've I've ever experienced. Keith I David? Bad. If it makes you feel better, Keith David's gonna come up again in something good later. It was renewed for a, a, a. Oh, it premiered in 2022. Oh, did it? No, I wait, just, it didn't. Okay, so they. It didn't because Alan. Because I guess I remember preview, the premiere. It, it only just started airing publicly. Yeah, it's a 2023. It, the, the first episode got like previewed. Okay. Um, But no, it's. I hated it. Is when it. Yeah, it's all 2023. Stephanie Beatrice does an episode. What is this cast? Richard Ayoade is amazing. Matt Berry is Matt Berry, I, I always love to. It, it's not enough. Hannah Waddingham. It's, it's not. It's still not enough. I don't give a crap about Duncan Trussell. Uh, but, <laughs> um, but I mean, like comparatively, I do the idol probably is more famously gross and terrible, but <laughs> it's really gross. You guys don't watch it. Not even for a joke. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. My vote was for the idol. That was where I was coming from. I, I thought you were where you're going. Cause Rolling Stone famously ripped apart the idol. 
you know, yeah. I, I like surprising people sometimes. I don't know that, like I said, that Alan Seepenwall headline just burned into my brain meat. I have had that stuck in my head since September. I mean, like, okay, and, like, there's, like, I mean, there's the problem with television shows, such a wide category, right? Like, yeah. I can't remember which of these is the real reality show and which is the spoof from, like, a decade ago from 30 Rock. Which one is real and which one's fake? MILF Manor or MILF Island? I don't remember which one's the real one and which one. One of those I, is real. One oh of no. those was the extreme reality show they made up for 30 Rock. Uh, but one of those is currently airing. And I know that one of them is real, but I don't want to. I don't want to know you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to be right. It's, I yeah. Uh, I don't know. Ken, what are your thoughts? <sighs> Have you been keeping up with Milf Manor and/or Milf Island? <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us which one is real? Um. I'm sorry. Guys. Why are you forcing these things into my Google history? <laughs> oh man. Okay. I'm only kinda sorry, but only kinda. I feel nothing but pain, and I wish to make everyone else feel pain because I'm gonna tell. Oh. You. Oh, I know something that. Let me check. I know which one the real one is. Milf I gotta check is that this Milf came Island out this year. Space. Yes, I have a, I have a, <laughs> I have one for the worst. It's the Golden Bachelor. What's wrong with the Golden oh, Bachelor? Gee, I did hear about that. Isn't that just the Bachelor but old? Um, there was, there was issue with the guy. Where like he didn't um Is there is there oh there's a controversy section he, in the Wikipedia. Yeah, there's there's controversy where he didn't disclose of like a current girlfriend or something like that. Yeah, three days uh -huh. before the yeah, finale or an expose was published in the Hollywood Reporter claiming that after his wife's death, Turner had been in a three year live in relationship with a woman whom he fat shamed and mistreated along with several other previously undisclosed relationships. This contradicts the show's portrayal of him as a lonely widower. Furthermore, despite being depicted as a retired restaurateur on the show, his LinkedIn profile shows his career in sales, marketing, management, and maintenance work. Uh, okay. Uh, I remember hearing about this. I there you could. I feel like the idol is worse. I really don't care. I I don't watch things that. I'm are generally terrible, so that's fair. <laughs> My vote's for the idol. I'm gonna vote for the idol as well. That's fine by me. All right, moving on to the category in which we all rely on Celeste really, really a lot. <laughs> Our from Japan category. This category okay. used to be like best anime and like we used to be real more specific and then it just it, it devolved into thing from Japan as like we had to get less and less specific over the years. So, Celeste, tell me what the best thing from Japan was. Um okay, so for me there are are two 
notable front runners. Um, the one that I already mentioned was Godzilla minus one. Phenomenal. Um, but there's one that I keep getting on people's case to watch because I I'm frustrated that this didn't make more of a splash, and that is a uh, the Netflix anime adaptation of Naoki Urasawa's seminal comic Pluto. Um, I mentioned Pluto back during like I want to say like the first episodes of Dirt and Tie as a comic I was reading at the time. It got adapted into an anime. Pluto is an adaptation of an early Astro Boy storyline um, by the author of the comic Monster, but it is this, it is an, the Astro Boy storyline reimagined as a slow burn murder mystery. Uh, the animation is so gorgeous that I'm almost speechless. The voice work in both the Japanese and English are absolutely something to write home about. And this is where my promised Keith David return would happen. Uh, my jaw hit the floor while watching the dub because Professor Umatoro Tenma, the guy who created Astro Boy, is played by none other than Keith David. Okay. Uh, so, like, if you ever were like, man, what would Evangelion have been like if uh, Keith David played Gendo? You finally have an answer, basically. Uh, yeah. Um, no, um, it's... It's haunting, it's beautiful, it's, uh, the way that it depicts the sentient robots of the Tezuka universe and the solidarity that they show to each other as a misunderstood and persecuted minority feels like, um, it's, it's a thing that we rarely see in any science fiction where the writer actually understands solidarity between members of a minority group. Uh, the way that the robots talk to each other in Pluto, I'm reminded of, like, being in a queer community in terms of having each other's backs and having this form of solidarity even with people that i don't necessarily know super well uh I, I i can't recommend it enough it's eight one hour long episodes and um yeah no it it's so worth everyone's time please watch pluto i'm begging you all right okay do, do you like it more than godzilla minus one I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen either, Celeste. I'm relying on uh, you and your opinions to tell me what to think. I know. I know. It's such a, like, both of these are such incredibly strong, like, titles. And, like, I don't know. It's, I didn't feel like there was, like, 1940s Godzilla a... or Astro Boy no Noir. It, it, I... <laughs> I mean, that's absolutely fair uh description of each of them um oh my god uh you know if push comes to shove i still have to honestly i have to give it to godzilla okay 
It was an amazing movie, but everyone should watch Pluto anyway. Godzilla minus one going into my official list because I do actually keep all of these in record. All right. So Godzilla minus one is the best thing from Japan in 2023. What's the worst? Well, so the the most obvious shoe in I already shouted out last year. Um, so we don't need to talk about how we should not be supporting Roroni Kenshin because it's created by a pedophile who never saw justice for his crimes. Roroni Kenshin but, is bad. But uh, there's a bigger problem that the anime industry has been suffering of for the last few years that really came to a head this year in ways that I need to call out. Um, it's been obvious for people who have been in the anime scene for a while that the industry is changing wildly, sometimes for the better, but in several ways for the worse as well. Season orders for shows are a lot shorter, and while that can sometimes mean more streamlined, uh, easy-to-follow stories with less filler, because we all pretend that there's never been any good filler ever. Because less filler also means less character development. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Everyone, everyone's so quick to say filler, uh, filler is instantaneously bad, and just miraculously forget that the all of the inner senshi from Sailor Moon don't actually have personalities in the source material, and it was the filler that gave them that. You know, stuff like that. Anyway, but there's a there's a bigger thing. A monster in our midst, a and what made worse by the fact that it is a studio with a lot of sway, with a lot of very big name titles that they keep working on, and who became uh, who have even produced several things, like including like ones that we have called best shows of the year in years past. I'm talking about the company Mappa right now and their horrible mistreatment of their workers. Mappa has been infamous for their uh, for mistreatment of their labor, overworking their staff, making them burn out. And uh, we only heard rumors of it, but that got so much worse in the last couple of months as the second season of the phenomenal Jujutsu Kaisen wrapped up. Now, don't get me wrong. Jujutsu Kaisen looks beautiful. It's great. The first season was just astounding, and the second season is even better. But it doesn't change the fact that it's not fair that the people who animated and brought about that beautiful work were so miserably treated by MAPPA. Uh, this has involved several MAPPA animators have gone onto their social media to talk about how they haven't seen their families in uh, days, sometimes weeks, that they have been behind schedule for the entire season and at some points have even threatened to quit working on the show. Nobody wants to it, work anymore. Yeah, no, it's it's just absolutely... Even in this awful climate where we have seen so many artists uh, getting screwed over by big name companies, it's hard for me to it's hard for me to pick any studio in Japan that is do, treating its talent much worse than Mappa. 
Yeah, because they make Chainsaw um, Man, don't they? Which one? They our, did Chainsaw which Man. Which one? Our best uh, thing out of Japan last year. Uh, they also did um uh, some other ones. Uh, they did uh, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, the later seasons of Attack on Titan were them, uh, which. Uh, I don't have some. I so don't have very nice things to say about their it, that thing's creator, but still. I, I know. I, I mean, um, like, I guess, I guess, like, I, I don't necessarily want to. I, I, that's kind of a score uh, against them if you're making the later seasons of the anti-Semitic anime. Yeah, uh, Vinland Saga, which is almost the anti-Attack on Titan in a lot of ways. Um, uh, my beloved Zombieland Saga. They did that was an original series that they produced. Um. Yeah, no, MAPPA is this massive conglomerate. Um, they have, they have, uh, they were uh, founded in 2011 and they have had a, um, they've had this really good reputation because they want things to come out with really beautiful animation. Um, there's some other big ones from recently, the Dororo adaptation from a couple of years ago, Hell's Paradise, um uh Yuri on Ice. Yeah, the Yuri on Ice, the movie Ice Adolescence, which is coming out uh next year most likely. Yeah, all of their so MAPA is this I too really up Wikipedia. Um <laughs> is this really big studio, and yeah, I the way that they have treated their they're, they're like uh it was even at first I almost thought it was a joke, but it's there's a really disturbing bit. Uh, I finally read the Chainsaw Man manga this year. Uh, legitimately amazing comic book. Uh, every bit as good as the adaptation. Um, but I can't help but notice one of the scenes that didn't make it into the anime is uh, there's a scene of the main character, Denji, uh, sitting in the bathtub. And the him sitting in the bathtub after having a ho- a home for the first time, that got animated. But in the manga, he's sitting in the bathtub singing about how nice it is to have a union job. And I can't help but notice, Mappa cut out the song about the union job. I I wonder why. All right, so it's uh, Mappa is is getting our worst thing from Japan this yeah, year. Yeah, worst thing from Japan mm-hmm. is the mi- mistreatment of staff by Mappa. Yeah. I'm I'm just putting down Mappa. Yeah, <laughs> People do can it. listen Go to the episode it. for context. <laughs> well, I don't put the I just tag the you know episode like the stuff into the the website. People listen to the episode to get to the actual winners and losers, anyways. No, that's fair. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I think I think we've we've come to a decision there. Oh, I just want to mention Trigun Stampede was okay. Oh yeah, how I it, you know in all the joy of Pluto, yeah, I loved Trigon Stampede. It was wonderful. I don't believe was... anyone has anything bad to say about it. It's just uh, I think that Celeste is still going to vote for Godzilla minus one over it. Oh yeah, absolutely. But like <laughs> the, the CG, it is pro, Trigon Stampede is the uh, platonic ideal of how beautiful CG anime can be. Like if you try. <laughs> mm-hmm. And not reboot. Anyways, um, <laughs> they did just find the master tapes of reboot. Um, Can't wait. They don't have a video player for them, though. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, it, there's a whole thing going on in the basement of former mainframe. Um, 
All right, moving on to our next category, and uh, that is video games in 2023. Best video game entries. I'm just going to say it before our audience murders us, Baldur's Gate 3. I haven't played it yet, but everyone I've talked to is obsessed yes. with it. So. Yes, Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> it won Game of the Year at the Game Awards for good reason. Everyone got obsessed with it. You can modify There's all that your content and no DLC. Yeah. You oh, yes. that's you, you could. <laughs> and you could have a girl with a penis like I did. Yay. She's very. Hell yeah. I chose the tallest, like a one of the big. There's like big and little drow, and I got a big one. And she's very good. Hell yeah. It's, yeah, so rock yes. on Baldur's Gate three. Uh, yeah, Baldur's Gate three definitely uh, game of the year. Um, I'd like to shout out um, Tears of the Kingdom. That's very good, very fun. Also um, known as Torment of the Koroks. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of my personal favorites, um, Dredge, uh, indie fishing game that came out this year that I absolutely love. I heard that was fun. Yes. I cannot wait for the freaking. there's going to be a crossover between Dredge and Dave the Diver. And I'm just like, so excited for it. I'm here <laughs> for it. Oh, I cannot wait. I love those games. Um, but yeah, this is super easy this year yeah yeah it's i have not played Baldur's skate 3 uh i spent most of my 2023 playing old dos games uh from the 90s like raptor call of the shadows and sims 4 so uh but i've heard ball i've heard good things about Baldur's gate 3 so um again again has played it though yep i have i um I basically the uh, only video games I have uh, spent any time on this year were replaying near um, phone games and uh, Cult of the Lamb. That's been I that's have, been. I it. have Octopath Cult Traveler two, Octopath Traveler, Octopath Traveler two, and Oxenfree two sitting like for my Switch ready to be played, and I keep not having time. And then I went and wrote a couple novels instead of playing them. I should play Oxen Free too. I really liked the first one. I did too, and yeah, it's I'm I bought it. I just have not started the game yet. <laughs> and like, it only took like it's not like it. The first one was a long game to play, so I don't know why I haven't just you know taken a weekend and played it. Ugh. All right, so. I think I I'm 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 just gonna vote for Baldur's Gate three because same yeah. yeah Baldur's Gate three so the worst game of 2023 controversial take I'm gonna say the day before ooh because I, of I don't everything. think I know that one I don't think I know that one yeah oh god you guys haven't been paying attention what happened I. I I must have missed it. I I was just gonna make fun of Gollum, um. But you know, <laughs> the the year that my I finally get my spouse to read Lord of the Rings, and like Gollum gets a terrible video okay. game. It's like so, a karmic. So the balance. day before the day before got advertised for um, for started in like 
2021 was when it was first announced. Um, and the, uh, the, there's all the stuff that uh, the developers have shown. Um, the developer Fantastic uh, had been showing for years. And, um, <laughs> God, how did I... Like, it turns out... And what happened was... So it finally came out for early access in uh, December of this year. Just, like, a few weeks ago. Like, December 7th. December 7th. And... Um, every every single supposed gameplay thing that had been shown pretty much has been proven to be a lie, um, and a lot of assets were uh, stolen in it. And the game that came out was nothing like what was uh, planned when it came out for early access. And then, literally, again, December seventh is when this comes out. On December eleventh, and this is an <laughs> online game. December eleventh, the developer announced they were closing their doors. The game had failed financially. They could not afford to continue operating and took the whole game down and then closed the studio on the 22nd of December. Oh, my gosh. The servers will technically stay online for a couple more weeks, but they're going to get shut down permanently. And uh, it's that's just the... look. Stephanie Sterling's video on this is what you should be watching. Don't listen to me recap it really shittily. Go go watch Stephanie Sterling's video on this and and marvel at what the crap just happened. Wow. Yeah, that's uh I I must have missed that one. I tried I try to watch uh It's okay, it was Stephanie easy to stuff miss every week. It was easy to miss. Yeah. The game, the the developer closed their doors one, two, three, four days after launching the game. Okay, that's that takes an easy win. IGM panned many of the game's aspects, calling it wholly disappointing and easily one of the worst games they've ever played. Wow. You know, <clears throat> Rick Lane of Games Radar said there are no meaningful ideas, no distinctive mechanics, no creative stylistic choices, and certainly no compelling characters. But, you can, you, uh, you, like you can imagine what the Steam comments were like. Oh my God, <laughs> I imagine an absolute shit show. That's all I can. <laughs> Oof. So the day before, the day before. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. agree with that. I, I mean, I think Gollum's been dunked on enough. <laughs> yeah. Cakes. All right. Holy crap. Conventions. Our final category. Cons. I. Only went to a convention I was running this year, so I am staying out of the best conversation. Now, okay, so criteria for listeners. Ironically, well, I was only at that convention for 11 hours. All right, so uh, <laughs> just a reminder, criteria. Um, uh, for our best con, it has to be a con. You can only vote for cons you went to. And worst con can be any con. But the best con has to be one you went to, and you can't have worked for it. So... I have no opinions on conventions this year. <laughs> um, I only attended one convention. 
and technically a craft show, but it doesn't count because it's a craft show. Um, oh no, I did attend. I did visit Evercon. Yeah, you did. Ever, That's you right. went to Evercon this year. Um, but only as an attendee. Um, still counts. So that's why I, that's I mean, that why still I counts. Yeah. Um, I I'm trying to remember if I went to anything other than, obviously, um, for for those who who might have missed it, I was supposed to be at No Brand Con, but then my father um tragically passed away, so I uh, you were at the con while it was open. I, yeah, so I was. I was at the con for like two of its operating hours of the 11 hours I was up there. <laughs> um, That's not true. Technically, the VGR was open for like four or five hours by the time you left. Okay, that's that's fair. Um, let's see. Um, so, so, yeah. Like Keats and I, I was at Keats. I, was I at Keats and I? <laughs> <laughs> The problem oh, when when but, I don't when I don't sell at conventions, I forget that I even went to them. That's the problem. If you were, I don't I don't remember running into you. Like I feel like we would have done something. Maybe right? no, wait, maybe you were. Eric was at Keats. I feel like yeah. Eric was at Keats at least. I think we just went for like a day. Yeah, you were there for like a day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I that's remember why I didn't, didn't remember it because I was only there for like Saturday. <laughs> Because he wanted to see how the dance went. Because that's his baby. That's um, fair. I mean, okay. So, here was my initial thought. I would put No Brand as best convention because I got to see all my friends. And worst convention... Because of circumstances outside of anyone's control. Well, let's not talk about worse yet. Okay. <laughs> because we got some humdingers. That's right. That Never mind. Um, I mean, uh, Keats, I can informedly say, uh, was a really entertaining convention that had, um, this year had a really good uh, Who's Line panel, and a phenomenal Gundam is Antifa panel. Yeah, I was going to um, say, didn't you have some fantastic panels you ran? Yeah, that one, I, I had some I had some real fun running panels at that bad boy. Um, I, I feel bad because I hardcore researched uh, for a uh, for a bunch of panels for no brand that I didn't get to do. <laughs> I was so excited for the anime musicals panel. You have no idea. Oh, yeah. None of you have any idea. I have so much footage that is waiting for the next con I can use it at because. Uh, um, mostly because. Uh, uh, you know what? I don't know how many people are going to hear it anyway. It's all me bearing the lead. The Death Note musical is really good. Everyone needs to listen to it. But that's that's the whole point of the panel. That's why I did it. That's it. everything else secondary. But um, yeah, crap. I don't feel informed enough to because, like, I, again, I 
everything I was planning to do this year, I ended up canceling because I was planning a funeral. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry, happy that I you're in a point. Laugh. No, I'm I'm personally happy that you're at a point where you can laugh at it now. <laughs> like, that makes me happy. I mean, that was fair. You're, yeah, like... you're right. It's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> and and kind of morbidly hilarious um this is one of those things that's probably only going to get funnier with time if i'm going to be perfectly real with you for me anyway and will make everyone else deeply uncomfortable so you know perfect really but you know what i'm still gonna say no brand was the best one because i gotta see the two of you uh I thought No Brand had a uh, in addition to seeing my friends um, and getting comforted uh, upon the untimely loss of my father with all of my friends there. That was incredibly convenient. So, yeah, I guess No Brand actually kind of has a leg up in that regard because um, uh, um, I'm sad I didn't get to do the con itself, per se, but also I don't know what I would have done had I not had that support network there at the time mm-hmm. could have been real bad. Are you guys voting for no brand con again? Uh, we're I voting so. for no brand con. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> well, it won't be eligible for 2024. So, uh, may as well win now. Oh, uh, so is that official then or, uh, so we haven't made an announcement, but um, we have decided that uh, we're going to take 2024 off. Okay. Okay. Yeah. it's We're still regrouping and replanning, and uh, there, there's going to be an official announcement in the new year pretty soon. I haven't written it yet, but uh, those of okay. you who listened an hour and 13 minutes into this podcast, uh, you get the scoop. And don't tell anyone, because I haven't made the official post yet. As I'm head It's of a PR. secret internally it's well known uh and i think a lot of people could guess just based on the fact that we haven't announced a date yet uh yeah all right still. yeah mm-hmm. anyways so the worst con i need to run down 2023 for y'all before we make this decision because we have <laughs> quite a few stories in 2023 uh first off is uh neo anime oasis banning any cosplay that isn't from a manga or an anime amazing uh, there's that uh we have uh god what else is on the list here um we've got uh to do all right so we've got um ohio con leadership uh um uh, and the 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 ohio con leadership on strike <laughs> and uh all the chaos happening at ohio con um then there's Atomic Monster Weekend, where uh, fucking O'Neill Pignani canceled his con again and ran away. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we've got Colossal Con North's entire cosplay contest staff walking off site because of uh, alleged mistreatment from management. Ah, jeez. Now, I'm just going to say, I don't want to put OhioCon on the list. I don't want to consider OhioCon only because while there is stuff going down, the effects are not going to be felt until January. Aren't going to be felt until the actual convention happens, and we'll see how much that actually affects the convention. The manage 
the uh, the SESI board is doing something, has been doing some shitty stuff, and I feel like when we consider everything, we should be looking at it as the year the convention takes place. So I want to take... So, OhioCon, you guys, good news for you. You've basically got, like, a big leg up on getting worst for 2024. Yep, like that's right. For 2024, you are the front runner. You are the front like... runner going into next year's race, guys. And I, I really, I really want to let you know that, like, we are, we are, we are rooting against you winning that. We hope you pull your heads out of wherever they are and get your stuff together. But, uh, but also solidarity with everyone striking yeah, right now. Yeah, you got, uh, uh, give them hell, forever. Guys. Sorry. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give them hell, guys. Uh, if if. In the event that anyone who is striking right now is listening, uh, you, the the good folks have your back. We we believe in you. We are we're cheering for you right now. Give them hell. Yeah, it's uh, I'm from a union family. Um, I'm not in one, unfortunately, because uh, we live in a capitalist nightmare. But anyways, so I I and I here's the question. So really, I think it really does come down to Colossal Con North and um, Atomic Monster Weekend. And I can't tell you which is worse because on the one hand, I feel like the staff mistreatment, while awful, is not as bad as like scamming your attendees. However, Atomic Monster Weekend didn't happen. <laughs> so does it actually count? Does it count? Yeah. Oh crap. So I feel like Atomic Monster Weekend did something worse. For sure. But they kind of disqualified themselves. But Colossal Con North was an actual convention. <laughs> Oof. Is Colossal hmm. Con's success their own downfall? <laughs> <laughs> in our yeah, was the meaningless fact that the con actually happening? <laughs> in our meaningless selection of best and worst awards that like maybe five people outside of this Skype call care about. <laughs> Archimized at home is sitting like going like no no I'm taking notes I'm comparing like everybody else is like <laughs> the rest of our listeners just sort of have us on in the background and are going. Uh, hopefully, uh, Trey will say something funny, and uh, Celeste will reference Transformers, and Gen will be allowed to speak. And I don't really <laughs> hey, care what they're uh, saying, though. Um, whoever's out there, Ultra Magnus, that's for you. You <laughs> can't deal with this now. Um, <laughs> Nova Prime. That's for Sean. I I don't have a uh, prime quote. <laughs> <laughs> something I don't know. I don't I don't know any Nova Prime quote. Something something <laughs> I'm a fascist. I don't know. That's probably something he'd say. Um speaking of fascists, no. Um what should we going with here? <laughs> oh crap. Oh. We didn't even pick anything referencing Sticky Vicky this year. That's how unimportant he is. <laughs> I tell you, like, so there's this guy, and like, I, we're deep in the episode. Uh, so yeah, Sticky Vicky. 
Vic Mignogna. Sticky Vicky. Well, I was just thinking more like Icky Vicky. Uh, true. Yeah. I was I was more thinking about uh, what's on his hands, but I don't want to think yeah. about what's on his hands. Yeah, we've shown that photo of him hugging you too many times. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, so I'll tell you on, on the the Vic Mignogna episode, uh, however long ago that was. Uh, this one guy came back and commented more, and I'm just like, yeah, because it, it's like he went back to the comment section on that 2022 episode, and uh, <laughs> just to tell us that, um, God, where, let me find this. Uh, yeah, he came like it was December 18th of 2023. He came back uh, to the comment sections, and Vic will bounce back. You cannot break my hope or faith. I'm like. Sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> this is <laughs> yeah. This is this is sad that you are you are on our website a, over a year after that episode went out, still still at it. Why? My favorite thing are the people who want to come in to defend Vic, who to prove that he's going to come back dredge like dredge up things reporting on the crimes he allegedly did as if that's what's gonna help him my favorite thing is where they start going well but this other guy did these bad things and i'm like right oh maybe i don't know i haven't looked into that but even if everything you're saying is true what's your point like <laughs> saying but that guy's an arsonist doesn't really defend you know the guy who just you know killed someone i mean vic Mignana has never killed anyone that i'm aware of i was merely using that as a as a different crime that someone could commit without referencing anything that vic has actually allegedly done i want to be very oh clear. man but how how great would it be if like some if like one of the next Marvel movies, it's like, you know, the Avengers get together and it's like, we're here to stop you, Kang. Hey man, do you know what the high evolutionary did? That guy's a dick. You can't get on my case. Yeah. That guy's still out there, probably. Uh, Loki. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are none of you trying to cancel Loki? Yeah, man. Anyways, I didn't mean to bring up Icky Vicky. Uh, yeah, it, you're right, Ken. Icky Vicky's better. Um, we're going with Icky Vicky from now on. We it will just never, rolls off the tongue. I think we're done ever saying his actual name again. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm making a declaration right here from now on, and this will be the last time I say it, Vic Mignogna will never be referred to by his actual name again. He's going to be Icky Vicky from now on. I'll tag him with his real name. I'll put his real name in the descri descriptions for SEO values just so I can get that sweet, sweet ad revenue when Vic stands show up in my comment sections a year after an episode goes out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, he doesn't get his name set. I'm sorry I brought up Icky Vicky. Honestly, the only reason I'm thinking about Icky Vicky is because the Vic stands showed up in the comments section. Anyways. So, uh, worst con... The one that happened or the one that didn't? <laughs> Is it worse oh, to be so bad that your con does not occur or to hold a con where the awful thing happens? Personally, I think it's worse to um, 
to have it not occur in the first place. Okay. I, I um, don't know. Yeah, I'm actually kind of with Gen on this one. Like, okay. I don't. Yeah. I do not want to let Colossal off the hook. But Gosh, I also no. think, like, but at least you, they ran they a didn't convention. Take the money and run. Right. Okay. Great. Yeah. It's. I'm all for it. I, that's. I. It was like I was undecided between the two, and that was my question. I had. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that was that was yeah. the question. Yeah. You know. I, I, ColossalCon was marginally more successful because they actually ran. <laughs> yeah. You and, know? and unlike other conventions at the Kalahari, nobody has uh, spread spread malicious libel about my friends as, on their management, as far as I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that that's a thing. That's it's got to be a step in the right direction, right? (laughs) It's a step. Fucking a. (laughs) I don't know what directions it's in, but it's a step. No, it's it's a step. Let's let's just let's just take the step. That's a good step. (sighs) I think you need to start. So, So Celeste, I'm telling you. You need to start doing your video game streams under the subtitle of start period win period. And I'm just saying that should be the branding (laughs) on any like actual play streams you do. That's that's not a bad idea, honestly. I like that. Right. Yeah. I'm I'm I like that. I like it. Good. Anyone who's listened to this deep into the episode. They've gone an hour and 25 minutes into this thing, and they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> what is happening? What What have we done with our lives? What What choices have we made that have gotten us here? Oofta. <laughs> all right. That is, that is all of our categories. So to review, best movie of 2023, Nimona. Worst movie, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Best new TV series of 2023, a tie between Poker Face and Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. Worst new TV series, The Idol on HBO, starring The Weeknd. Best thing from Japan, Godzilla Minus One. Worst thing from Japan, MAPPA. Best video game, Baldur's Gate 3. Worst video game, The Day Before. Best con, No Brand Con. Worst con, Atomic Monster Weekend. And I think that that is the list. Everybody clap. Woo-hoo! Yay. We did it. Hooray. All right, folks. That means there's one more thing to do here. And that is the Vomit Hat Steve Challenge. I can't stop reading this book. None of you are picking the goddamn thing. Um, no, no one's playing anymore. Here. Yeah, I know. They all give up by this part of the episode. Well, it's because they're all in the goddamn Hall of Awesome. Yeah, everyone or, who who played is already in. Yeah. But it's okay, because we're going to keep going. This is the last book. This is the last book. I've been doing this last book for over a year now, but it's the last book. It's been living on my desk. All right. So I'm not going to explain the rules. Screw it. You don't get to know the rules. If you don't know what the rules are... Uh, it just guess the book. I'm gonna read a line. Guess the book. All right. If you if you guess correctly and you live in the lower 48, I'll ship you the book. I want to get this book Dang. off my desk. How is that for a prize? Yeah, I know. I'd buy that, that like for a, a dollar. Ago. All right. 
Here's the line. Wesley picked it up eagerly. Using the outboard ultra-high-resolution multispectral imaging sensor system, selecting any desired magnification. If you know what book that's from, go to nerdandtie.com, click on the contact form, fill out the contact form, tell me the name of the book, and you could get this book. Also, if you guessed correctly, get included in the Hall of Awesome. The members of the Hall of Awesome are as follows. Archimise, Zero, Rin Innocenti, Cheesy McDamu, Krista, Slytherin D, Shameless Otaku, The Random Ramblings Band, Corfan, Capito, Chris Graham, Lilisaurus, Paper Godzilla, Capsie, The Minnesota Librarian, Sean Orange, Arcady, Sakura Sunset, Joel Christman, Patrick Delahanty, Wonderland Hearts, and Megzi Sass Council. <laughs> if you guess the book, you get on that list. You get on, get on list. the list. Get on the list. Come on. Get 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 on there. Get good. Get on the list. Get on the list. Get good. I gave you a big freaking hint, and I gave you a character name. I gave you a character name. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, I guess that wraps up 2023 in a neat little bow. I am Trey Dorn. I continue to be Celeste Artwin. I'm the Genjamin. And remember, you can subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts, on uh, YouTube now, because Google Podcasts is going away, because Google quits everything. Uh, But you can now actually subscribe to this thing on YouTube. Find it. It's on my old YouTube channel, I guess. That's where I'm putting it. Deal with it. Uh, besides that, you can, uh, Spotify, Spotify's good, Spotify, uh, join our forums at nerdandtie.social, it's a cool place to hang out with cool people, and those cool people are us, uh, you can also join our Discord and find invite at nerdandtie.com slash Discord, um, you can support the show by sponsoring episodes, also I have a Patreon at patreon.com slash T-R-A-E-G-O-R-N, Celeste has a Patreon at patreon.com slash Celeste is best, and again, sells things on the internet, as Cryptid Arcade, what's in the shop right now, Gen? Um, I have plush dolls of the Fresno Nightcrawlers. Get yourselves a cute little pair yes. of pants. Yes. That's exciting. All right. And remember, in your hopes and your dreams, in the places you swear you never were at night, uh, you can also follow us on social media. That's right. I didn't go where you thought I was going. I went to the social media plug. You can follow us on Twitter, I guess, at Nerd and Tie. Stuff happens on that Twitter account. I don't know what, but it does. Uh, you can follow us on Tumblr because we're on Tumblr still. Nerdandtie.tumblr.com. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash nerdandtie. Get, get, get us in the same place that you get your mom's cat posts. It's the best thing ever. Uh, and, and remember, somewhere right now, someone is out there looking at the stars at the same stars that you are right now and they're thinking why did I watch Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey why, why did I watch that movie What what is wrong with me where I have made this life choice and remember could have watched fucking Pluto and remember that doesn't have to be you no we've Save already yourself. told you we've told you not to watch it we've told you not to do it We've told you that there are better things out there, better things in the world. 
things that are bright and colorful and joyful and not full of a horrifying, stupid mask because Winnie the Pooh went into the public domain. And remember, Disney only let Mickey Mouse go into the public domain because Mickey Mouse is no longer a large enough part of their business for it to be a disadvantage for them to allow it to be in the public domain because they have grown into such a large lit large corporate organization the only reason why they have allowed mickey mouse to pass into the public domain is because he is no longer monetarily valuable to him to them but also remember while you can make things with that copyrighted character they still own the trademark mickey mouse and the trademarks on his imagery for the current form so when you're using that public domain character please be careful how you do so because they still have legal protections Disney never would have let it happen if they didn't have a plan. Mm-hmm. And like and subscribe or something. Have yourself a piece of chocolate. Say your catchphrase, Celeste. Keep on spocking in the free world. And remember, folks, all of this only had meaning because you decided it had meaning. And uh, that makes this art. So this was art. This entire this just... entire podcast, all one hour, thirty three minutes, and now five seconds. This was art. Listen, I'm I'm just okay. happy people still care what I have to. Uh, I'll I'll have a new video out soon. Someday, probably. Art. I'm, I'm like done. a low quality H bomber guy. <laughs> No. Right. No. So let me I tell you, let me tell you, the H bomber like video a year, but I haven't. That H bomber guy video came out, and people were like, "It's four hour video essay too long," but I just watched a nine and a half hour video on Sam and Cat, and it was the third video in a series, and uh-huh. I'm forty three years old. I was a full ass adult when that show came out, and I never watched a single episode. But I watched a nine and a half. I watched my third multi hour. That's not even talking about the Victorious videos or the R. Carly videos or like, what is what is wrong oh. with me? What is wrong with me? So 